to me at least, is not going to come from one conversation. Um, it's a uh, genuine showing of appreciation anytime uh, something's done that deserves, uh, you know, a kudos. Um, it's building relationships with people um, so that they, they want to do well. If they're just out there kind of in no man's land and, and don't feel like they're part of the team, that's not very motivating. When they come to work, put those boots on, they're going to come and they're part of the team. Welcome to the Waste No Day podcast, a podcast specifically for and about the home services industry as it relates to plumbing, heating, air conditioning, and electrical. More than a podcast, Waste No Day is a credo, a determination, a mindset. It is a never-ending discipline. It is a refuse-to-lose pursuit. It is a wake-up call every morning to waste no day. Now here's your hosts, Brian Burton and Nate Minnick. Hey, welcome to the Waste No Day podcast. I'm your host, Nate, here with Brian. Good morning, Nate. How are you doing today? Good. Good to be here. Very good. We have a great topic for you today. We are discussing motivation and staying motivated. And we have a special guest with us today. His name is Brendan McMurray. He comes to us from Benjamin Franklin Plumbing in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. He serves uh, not only as a service technician in the field, but also as a field supervisor and leads one of the teams there. And also the recent recipient of a master plumber's license. Congrats, oh, yeah. Brennan. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Did you bring that uh, that card with you? Um, it's in my wallet. Card I think carrying you guys have a copy, card. actually, in the office, too. <laughs> and he's got a copy on his dresser, a copy on his dashboard, yeah. a copy. Actually, a I think it's on the, on the front of his truck, too, one of those license plates. Yeah, I have a vanity <laughs> plate that says master plumber. Now, the question is, does it read forwards or backwards? I mean, are you looking to run people over so they know it, or are you looking for the rear view mirror guys? Uh, forward. Yeah, okay. <laughs> both, actually, and on both sides. Yeah, so thanks so much for joining us today, Brennan. We're super excited to have you on. Um, I know you personally from working with you over the course of this year, but also know that you are leading one of the teams at Ben Franklin there, and one of the jobs specifically in that role is motivating the team itself. So we want to talk about that today, as well as what you do personally to stay motivated, because it's really hard to be a motivator if you yourself are feeling like you're in the kind of the thick of things or in a trench or something like that, and you're really struggling to get out. So we want to go over a kind of a, a, an array of topics there um, about motivation, and we're super glad to have you on today. So let's start off with just kind of some background stuff. Um, how did you get into the trade, and where did you start, and what brought you here? Uh, I started 14 years ago. Um, when I graduated high school, there was really no interest in, in me going to college. So I went into um, a plumbing apprenticeship program, a four-year program. You go to school at night and work during the day um, to accumulate 2,000 hours a year um, and then receive my journeyman's license and I started in new construction plumbing, um, light commercial, and then transitioned to service, um, and mixed in with a little bit of new construction still at that point, but then um, decided where I was wasn't the place for me, left there, and Brian actually contacted me, came up to Lancaster, checked it out, and uh, I've been here for three years. 
I still say pretty often that, um, well, you know, only when Brennan's here and nobody else is, that Brennan was one of my favorite hires, uh, and I and I do mean that, that <clears throat> the time we spent in the conference room in his interview, I, I'd even say before that, I, I saw him on Indeed, his resume, and I liked what I saw, and then I looked him up on Facebook, as I tend to do before I contact anybody, um, and again, like, he's a, he's a gym guy like myself, he just a bunch of pictures of him working out with his buddies, and <clears throat> got him in here in the conference room, and it was one of those few times where I, I would say on both sides, if I can speak for Brennan, um, it didn't feel like work at all for that hour. Certainly, we just we had a blast in there. I knew if we could get him to come over, he was going to be a huge asset to this team, and he's, you know, one of my, if not the, favorite of my hires. In my appreciate tenure. that. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a different uh, atmosphere here, um, coming from where I'm coming from. Uh, there was not a lot of appreciation or um, incentive to do well. Uh, here, it's 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 much different than anywhere else. I think you're gonna you're gonna find. Yeah, I appreciate that as well, Brendan. Uh, really, super important question here. Um, who benches more, you or Brian? Uh, Brian, I haven't touched weights in a long time. <laughs> you can get back to it. If you ask me. I'm pretty soft. Over I think there. it's been three years. <laughs> No, I'm glad you brought that up about appreciation because I think that's actually one of the foundational points of motivation and staying motivated is both appreciating who you are, what you have, and that type of gratitude really transfers into others. Like, I mean, negativity and positivity are absolutely contagious. Right. If you're a negative guy, you tend to spread that germ around all over the place. And if you're a positive guy, you know, I think it's a little bit harder, but people still tend to want to be around positive people. They want to be around people who are thankful to be alive, thankful to have a job, thankful to have this job. And they tend to play off of that and, you know, at least pulls them towards that direction. Right. I think uh, one of the unique things uh, I found when I, when I came here to interview even, um, Brian took me around and introduced me to everybody, uh, showed me, kind of showed me everything that was going on in the office and the warehouse. Um, and everybody was so nice. Uh, I kind of took that as a, they were rolling the red carpet out for me. Um, and then when I came to work, I was like, okay, th th this might end sooner or later. Yeah. For the record, we only bring in new hires on Fridays when they're getting paid. Yeah, that exactly. Way in great mood. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, three years later and everybody's just as nice. So it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a great environment to, to be in. Um, it's definitely not show. Everybody here is genuine. Um, yeah, it's a great place to work. So now you said that you came from a place um, that perhaps was not quite an environment like that, right? Right. Kind of uh, the stereotypical commercialized plumbing, you know, rough backs, 20 years in the business, kind yep. of wake up grumpy and go to bed grumpy and not much oh, yeah. different in between. Yep, yep. Uh, so <clears throat> there was really no incentive for me to, to work harder or – um, show up to work every day, which I did anyway, but um, it was mostly leading with an iron fist, you know, let's let's go and yell at these guys to get this rough in done faster or dig this trench faster. Um, Humiliate them as much as possible. Yeah, pretty much. So the only incentive was that uh, maybe he'll yell at me a little less. Um, and then when when transitioning to more of a leadership role in that position, um, 
guys are not there's really nothing to you know, there's no incentive for them to uh, work harder um, so you in turn are just doing what you were you you had done to you before and and you know not being as friendly or warm as as possible um, it, it was just a terrible toxic environment um, so do you think you had some type of natural resistance to turning negative or do you feel like you got out and what was inevitably coming was that you were going to become that guy. I'm typically not a negative person, but, you know, strap my boots on, go to work. It's kind of hard to avoid the negativity that, that was around there. And that was, you know, nine years of my life was never really looking forward to going to work. And I was pretty much done with plumbing before I came here. Um, put a resume out there. Uh, I was more inclined to go with a full sales even though I had never done sales I was just tired of doing plumbing I mean I even inquired about uh, working for a beer distributor you know I didn't know what I wanted to do just burn out this was like a one last try you know you just knew what you wanted a discount on yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what I know <laughs> So, I mean, that's a really interesting background to have there. And, you know, we really appreciate you having um, having joined the team here and bringing that positivity with you. And kudos to you for kind of seeing what you were becoming or what you could become in that environment and getting out before it took hold. And so I want to kind of bring that down to you personally. I mean, like I said at the beginning, part of motivating others is yourself being motivated. Right. So, like, Everybody gets in those laws. Everybody wakes up someday and they're like, ugh, another day, another another drive to work, Absolutely. You know, another strapping on the boots. How do you overcome that personally? I mean, what is your philosophy to essentially waste no day? I mean, that's that's this podcast. We're the Waste No Day podcast. Right. Every day we want to wake up and say, I'm going to make the most of it. But there is that reality there that that's a really difficult thing to do. Right. So fortunately, um, having such a rough you know, previous nine years of my career. Here, uh, here. It uh, it's very easy to find the positives in coming to work here. Um, I do a lot of reflecting on where I was and where I've gotten and where I'm going. Um, that's what motivates me the most. Obviously, I have a, a family to take care of too, um, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Uh, money is a huge motivator as well. Um, in a, a place like this where the sky's the limit, uh, you kind of, you're, you're making what you decide you want to make. It's, it's the amount of effort you put into it, um, basically depicts your, your, your wages. So it's, it's kind of unique that, uh, to me, the motivation is coming to work, providing for my family. Um, but also, uh, there's a great team atmosphere here, um, that, everybody's cheering you on and um, everybody's happy when you're doing well. So um, it doesn't take a whole lot to get me motivated to, to come to work. Um, but as far as things go, uh, I want to provide a life for my family that's better than I could imagine. Yeah, that's that's motivating itself. Absolutely. Right. Also, what he what he touched on there, Brennan and I have the similar backgrounds where we, um, if not started, certainly Early in our career, we we both did new construction, so we both know what it's like to to dig the sewer trench in uh, oh, yeah. zero degree weather or you know ninety four degree weather, 
or carry the peat gravel down into the uh, down into the uh, foundation, the dug foundation. <clears throat> Thanks and, for uh, revealing your active plumbing status there, Brian. <laughs> yeah. really, really nice. It's been a long time since I did new construction, but <laughs> not looking to go back to it either. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's a it's a system that's kind of set up to um, t- to not be great for the apprentices. It's it's not a fun or friendly place for apprentices. There, mm-hmm. it's, it's super hard work. There, it's zero appreciation. It seems like you are never going to get out of it into your own truck. And even when you do get into your own truck, I, I don't know that it's uh, certainly for guys like Brandon and myself who are much more social uh, individuals. It's it's not a great place anyway. Even even when you're you know making the big bucks and being in your own truck. <clears throat> and then the uh, atmosphere, his was similar to mine, was just, uh, you know, a lot of hazing, a lot of uh, trashing the, the kid, and um, just not a not a great place for guys like us. And then we get to a place like this place where we hire and promote based on, I would say we, we hire based on positivity more than, I mean, I'd say attitude and, and team, whether they can with fit that. the team yeah. culture more than anything. And while we have never, literally never fired a guy for lack of production, I have, I have, I don't know how many dozens of guys I've let go over the years, but I've never fired a guy for lack of production. Almost everybody has been fired for a negative attitude and a being a detriment to the team, to the culture. And when guys like Brennan and, and the other field supervisor and service manager and even the other technicians come to me and say somebody's, you know, just a, a downer, over and over again, we, we move that guy out and we move somebody who's more positive in to keep this team and this culture uh, a place that even our apprentices love to be here. Brennan, you, you mentioned something that you spend a lot of time reflecting upon your previous roles and, and companies and things like that, which I think, you know, perspective is always a powerful tool. What about guys who, you know, maybe they're newer to the trades or newer to just the work you know, path in general, and they don't necessarily have anything to compare back to, how, how do those guys stay motivated? I mean, you're kind of using your past experience to say, look where I was, look where I am now, this is so much better, and that gets you going. But what if, you know, what if I don't have that? Well, I mean, like I said before, um, the training, the money, um, everything's here to set you up for success. Um, that, is a, that is a good question, because we do have uh, as Brendan knows, we do have the occasional young buck who comes in maybe out of trade school, and this is his first plumbing gig. Right. <clears throat> and they think it's great. They love the culture, and they love, you know, everybody's constantly fist bumping here. And, you know, when we're allowed to be within six feet of each other, um, just a lot of high fives. And our, our plumbing team chat is nonstop. Everybody mm-hmm. congratulating each other all the time. Yeah, it's huge. <clears throat> uh, they, they do love it, but for whatever reason, they just get that itch to go to go see another company or see how it is you know outside of here and there's so many stories of guys begging to come back most of them being allowed to come back because if they left on good terms they were were probably great guys um and some not but when they do get back we we get to hear the stories of you know brennan and i get to be reminded of where we came from which (laughs) is uh very pessimistic and uh you know, monarchy, what I say goes, and nobody's allowed to challenge the, the guy at the top or bring any ideas forward or never gets really congratulated or appreciated. 
And um, that's how we know it's still, I mean, at least in this area, still the, the place to be. And those stories, when guys come back, help the younger generation understand that, that this is a great place to be. Right. So to answer your, your question, um, basically, uh, for somebody that's new starting this, um, they may not have the plumbing uh, credibility that somebody like myself would have, but they have the whole team behind them. So as far as the, the plumbing uh, aspect of it, um, that's something they shouldn't worry about. But what they should worry about is goals. So if they set up goals that are attainable for themselves, um, everybody has something they want or something they want to achieve. Um, a lot of times writing that down, um, as Nate, you've been working on with me, is my, my paper brain, basically uh, writing things down. Um, hey, why don't you explain what that is? So um, I'm normally a very disorganized person. Um, I like exciting things. I like to move forward, um, and I can forget things. So uh, over the past several months, I've been getting with Nate to um, kind of hone my my skills, uh, help myself, uh, further myself, um, and and a lot of that has been actually physically writing things down to either remind myself, um, or whether it be tracking uh, revenue, tracking new comp, or, you know, our bonus system. Um, that, is a, that is a great point. What do you guys meet? Like one Friday a month, is it? Uh, every other Friday. Every other Friday. Well, Monday now, but yeah. Brennan, obviously, Nate is not a plumber. Nate is not a salesperson, has never sold. Um, Nate can probably do very little for Brennan in his plumbing or selling career. However, Brennan went and looked for a mentor, a mentor who happens to be younger than him. Is that true? um, 35, bro. I'm 33. (laughs) I'll take that back then. (laughs) I'm weathered from all that construction. Uh, uh, Can we edit this in post? All right. A a mentor who's two years older than him. (laughs) And, um, for, for a part of his life where he felt he was slacking a little bit, and he knows Nate to be a very organized person, a very uh, compartmentalized person where everything has its perfect place. And I know exactly what Brennan's talking about. We get along so well because we are like the exact same person in that. We're both very high-level, um, you know, bird's-eye view thinkers, but we... I don't even want to say struggle with the details. It, it's no, not yeah, happening. It's definitely it's struggling. Us. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> um, so we, we have to put systems in place to make sure that the, the detail-oriented tasks get done, or they just won't. They won't get completed. Um, but kudos to Brennan for, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, is finding a mentor not just in, in you know, selling or plumbing, but in any area where you find yourself weak, um, finding a mentor can help you bring that area up, and it's only good for you. Right. So <clears throat> all my goals, we went over all my goals, uh, whether it's it's present or future. Um, we have that documented. Um, it's a good thing for, for new guys to do so they have something to shoot for. Um, now, you want those goals to be attainable, um, and you have to take the small victories, um, when when you get them otherwise you're, you're going to be beating yourself up so start small if those goals are way easier to get than you originally had thought 
then you can reassess what what uh, what you're shooting for. Um, but yeah, that's something that within the past three years I've been here, um, that's a new idea. Before that, I had no direction, no goal. Um, I just wanted to get get by, you know, pay that minimum payment on that credit card and coast. And that's that's a method of motivation itself, right? Mm-hmm. So goal setting, whether it's big or even small, and then continuously hitting those goals is self-motivating in itself, right? Right. So, I mean, the first time that you paid off that car or yep. paid off that credit card bill or or whatever it is, like the feeling that you got from that can become addictive in a way that you want to keep progressing in that path. Absolutely. As opposed to realizing like, oh, I, I keep digging the hole deeper and, right. uh, that I'm already in and I'm just going to keep being here forever. Good yeah. point, Nate. I think Dave Ramsey calls that the snowball effect where instead of telling you to pay off your your biggest debt first, like your mortgage, he tells you to take the smallest debt you have, like your low-limit furniture store card, and pay that off first because you need the satisfaction of getting one knocked out of the way and then work your way up from there. Yep. Um, another uh, motivating thing that is built into to this company and the, the culture we have here. Um, by hi- by hiring people that are are mostly you know of the positive nature, um, you can go out any given given day of the week into the lot and see um, one of our senior techs or one of our techs that's been here for a half a year, um, kind of talking to the new guy um, and coaching him up and you know cheering him on. So that that's that's awesome too. Um, it's it's great to see. Yeah, that's that momentum that gets built, which is awesome, and it takes. A special company and a lot of time and hard work to make that happen and we're proud to be part of a company that does that but i imagine and i hope that this podcast will be listened to by people who don't uh go to a company don't work for a company like that how would you encourage them to stay motivated um for me it was a a a thing you know it was a type of mentality where i didn't i didn't like and i still don't like letting people down um and Sometimes you just need to to look inward, um, and you know, are your needs being met? Um, you need to be motivated to do what's right for you, and not right, not what's right for someone else. So um, it might be a little little kind of uh, skewed, but um, do do what's going to get what you you need for you and your family. Um, don't just keep doing it because your boss keeps telling you he's broke. Um, or you're not getting the job done fast enough, he can't make any money. Um, think about yourself. Get a little greedy um, and go to, go to work and do what, you, do what you need to do. Don't do what they need you to do. Um, but if you're, in the, if you're in that situation and you're already in that job or at that company, <clears throat> take it upon yourself to be the, the shining light or the uh, example of if you want to be at a place where you're surrounded by positive people. Just be the first one, yep, and see if you can't get other people to conform to that because it is it is contagious. Yeah, I mean, if there's nothing, to, if there's nobody else around you that's going to help you get motivated, you need to you need to look inward and and see what what does it take to get you motivated. What are your goals? It, it applies to you whether you work here or not. Um, what are your goals and how are you going to get there? Um, if you go, if your wife sends you to the store, uh, to go grocery shopping and she has, uh, a chicken parm recipe she wants to make, 
but you don't have things written down or a list, nine times out of 10, I know me, I'm going to end up staring at the uh, Ben and Jerry's through the glass, probably end up taking home a bunch of that and <laughs> nothing for chicken parm. <laughs> You wouldn't happen to be speaking from personal experience there. Uh, sorry, Jordan. <laughs> We're eating Ben and Jerry's tonight. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that's so good. And you bring up the next point that I want to cover, which is, okay, so Brian says, be that shining light. You're saying, you know, take the perspectives you have from the past and put them into the future. Mm -hmm. How do you then go about practically being the motivator for other people, right? So we've talked about staying self-motivated, getting the right perspective, keeping the eye on the ball, setting goals, that type of thing. But then how do you actually start conveying that to others? Like, is it a conversation that you have with <clears throat> them? Is it, you know, a, a fist bump or are you uh, encouraging them or mentoring them? Or what does that look like for you? Right. Yeah. It's, it's something that's uh, to me at least is not going to come from one conversation. Um, it's a uh, genuine showing of appreciation anytime, uh, something's done that deserves, uh, you know, a kudos. Um, it's building relationships with people, um, so that they, they want to do well. If they're just out there kind of in no man's land and, and don't feel like they're part of the team, that's not very motivating. So, uh, you know, almost like a family type atmosphere, um, that they can count on when they come to work, put those boots on, they're going to come and they're part of a team. Um, that's a huge motivator. Um, but also, you know, once again, if somebody's going above and beyond, they need to be recognized, uh, and, and that will go a long way. Nobody wants to go above and beyond constantly and, and not, not be recognized for what they're doing. Um, we have a ton of guys here that go above and beyond every day. So, um, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome to see. It's, it's very easy to appreciate that so it's not a fake appreciation you actually have to be genuine um and get get involved in their lives a little bit um you know you become friends with them uh even though you're of you know I'm, I'm their supervisor but at the same time you want to become involved in their lives a little bit and um the motivation comes from wanting to do well with the team and and you know, continue forward. I mean, we're kicking butt this year, so um, there was a lot of appreciation this year. All right, well, let's flip that on its head then. So let's say it's been a bad year, or right. maybe you have some people around you that are not necessarily overperforming or going above and beyond. How do you motivate them? Um, ask, ask them questions, you know, ask them what what what's your motivating factor what is what would get you excited to be here what would get you excited to go out and work um all right so i'll, I'll be that guy so you're gonna ask me that and i'm gonna say I, I don't know man like i just feel like it's a grind just wake up every day and come to work and that's it what are Boy. you telling me all right, I'm gonna go hit my first call. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's been, it's been hey, nice. Hey, Brian, uh, we need to have a conversation. Cost <laughs> <laughs> um, me my motivation. <laughs> you know, remind them that it's not gonna be it's not gonna be like that forever. Um, if it's slow or or that we're not doing well, um, just remind them of the, the the times where it is going really well, and and if it's slow here or it's times are going bad here. Typically, everybody else is experiencing that. Um, you know, everybody's in the same boat. 
you can either make the best of it or you can be a negative Nancy and, and what good's going to come out of that? You know, um, let's go out, treat every call like it's, it's the only one you're going to get every day and, and, you know, take, take care and take care of that opportunity, you know, be appreciative. Yeah. And I think in many ways, uh, what, what that mentality is masking is that there is an issue somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's, they don't understand the why of what they're doing. Maybe it's, they don't understand the, the, um, the potential or like the, what it could be type scenario. I was talking to a friend last night and uh, he was talking about this book. I, I forget the title. I think it's called Killing the Spider. And the book is about, you know, a lot of times we go into a room and we clear house, like we get rid of all the cobwebs, but we never actually get rid of the spider, mm -hmm. right? And so we feel really good at the end of the day. And, and this can be a thing of motivation too, where you're like, oh yeah, I'm on top of the world for a week. Right. And then you're right back in it in, in you know, feeling crappy the next week. And so what is the spider? Have you actually killed the spider and gotten out of the room so the cobwebs start disappearing right. after you've cleaned it? And I think that's that's the part of the understanding who they are to help them feel motivated. Like, why are you feeling this way? Well, you know, I, I just feel like I can't communicate. Okay, so now we're talking about like a training issue or we're talking about uh, something that we can mentor that person mm -hmm. in so that they feel more fulfilled, right? Right. Um, a lot of times guys... Uh just want to be heard. So, uh, I've become quite a good listener. If they want to vent a lot of times after they're done venting, they're back on the, they're back on track. Uh, sometimes people need to vent. Uh, they may not have talked to anybody for three days. They may have been right, especially with this coronavirus. We don't have our, our typical, you know, face to face meetings. Um, but if somebody wants to talk, I'm always going to listen. Um, and that, that goes a long way as well. Sometimes guys just, just need to vent and they're not typically negative. They just may need to get something off their chest, and then we carry forward. It's the person that, you know, if a person's just negative by nature, I don't know what can motivate them. Yeah, I hear you there, and that can definitely be something that's really challenging to figure out what it is going to take to motivate somebody. Now, what about money, though? I mean, you mentioned earlier that money is a big motivator, and certainly I think a lot of people would agree with that. But is it the only motivator? I mean, so many times I feel like guys get hung up on that extra one or two dollars an hour or whatever it may be, and they kind of lose sight of of the actual fulfillment of the job. I mean, if you don't, you you could have the highest paid job in the world and still feel like it's a drag to go to work every day. Now, I mean, obviously, it, it makes it a little bit easier. But if you're not fulfilled at at your job, if you're not fulfilled with what you're doing money becomes less of a motivator. In fact, you know, we've had people who have come here for less money, uh, at least initially, you know, uh, because of the environment they were coming from or, or whatever it may be. And so money and motivation is kind of that, that tricky thing that you have to walk out. Yeah, and that's a good point because I, I would have stayed where I was had it have been a, a better environment. I had no problem. Um, I was getting by with the money. I didn't know that there was other types, you know, there was this, this type of money to be made. Um, so I probably would have stayed there for, you know, the, f the, f the future, you know, however long that may be. Um, just thank, thankfully, um, yeah, we, we do tend to pretend there. the, uh, the money is, is everything. Um, especially when we're young in our careers, but right. we all kind of 
deep down know it's not true, <clears throat> or we'd just be out robbing banks all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't need friends. You don't need uh, to enjoy people you work with. You don't need anything else but money. Then why work a nine-to-five? Right, exactly. Yeah, like I said, I would have stayed where I was, what I was doing and, and would have never went searching if it wasn't for such a, a you know a negative feeling all the time and um yeah just being miserable every day is what drove me out it wasn't because i wanted a dollar raise all right so there's sometimes when it is time to you know call for what it is and find another place but a lot of places there is potential there and i think this is one of them for sure but there's many out there and for that you know waking up every day and and setting those goals and saying i'm going to accomplish something today Make start small, like Brian said. Start small, accomplish something, and get in that routine, and then set your goals bigger and bigger and grow from there. Right. And then once you become kind of that, you know, decided positive person, start infecting others with it. Start fist pumping. Start um, encouraging them, and like you know, ask them, "Yo, how's it going today?" And those types mm-hmm. of things. And that will actually become um, sort of contagious in itself because eventually people will start asking those questions back to you, like, oh, you know, yeah, how's your day going, man? Like, oh, yeah, you had a great day? Awesome. And, and that can be really powerful, too, when that type of avalanche starts to happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you can't help, you can't, you can't hate the positivity. Um, it's nothing, it's, it's not going to do anything but help you along. Um, and when yeah, everybody man. around you is doing it, it's... <laughs> Imagine it's almost impossible. Every morning, getting up to drive to the place where you know, a, you are going to get yelled at, and everybody is upset, and uh, nobody's really happy to see you there. Or b, as soon as you walk in, everybody you see has their fist out to, to okay, elbow out, you know, in, in this day and age, to uh, greet you, smiles. How was your night? How was yesterday? You know, go go make some money today. Make it happen. Good luck. The, the two difference, two differences there are are monumental, and I believe most human beings would take a little bit less money to work at place B, where everybody's happy to see you in the morning, um, than a little bit more money and work at a place where you have knots in your stomach before you show up there. Absolutely, yeah, and it just so happens that um, it, it, the recipe that for success here, um, is built off of positivity. Um, and the more, more, more positive people that we can get here, um, the easier it is just to trickle that, that positivity effect down. Um, it's almost impossible to show up here angry and not leave happy. Yeah. And and I do make some guys leave here angry. No question about it from time (laughs) to time. It's going to happen. It's not uh, a perfect place, but to, uh, uh, circle back to what you said earlier about having goals. Um, when all else fails, if you know what you want, if you know what you're here for, if you know what you're looking for, um, if you have written down what you're trying to accomplish today, this week, this month, this year, even if you get, you know, get that, get broken off in the morning or have a, just a terrible day, it, it, it can change your mood slightly, but it, it can't have that big of an effect on you because you are motivated. You're, you're on something. Um, and nobody cares, you know, what their boss said if, they're, if they haven't eaten in three days and they're looking for a dinner. All they're thinking about is that dinner. Mm-hmm. Hey, really good stuff today, Brennan. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. 
Uh, we can't let you go without doing our rapid fire five questions. Okay. All right. So I'm going to start you off with an easy one here. Uh, if you could speak another language, what would it be? Spanish. Okay. <laughs> I should have paid attention. I can. He said broken that Spanish fast enough where I would anymore. think his wife <laughs> only speaks Spanish. <laughs> if, if you asked me what I would, I would speak woman. I would love to understand. <laughs> Never mind. Keep moving. <laughs> Get myself in trouble here. All right. Speaking of goals, what is one thing on your bucket list that you haven't yet accomplished? Um, buying a home. Nice. Love that. Yeah, but it's coming, isn't it? Yep. Close. Yeah, buddy. Brennan just had him. Uh, well, what is what is Scarlett now? A year old? Yep. She just turned a year. Yep. Just had his uh, first congrats, man. Baby. Thank you. Just got married last year. Yep. Yeah. Big stuff. 2.5 kids on the way <laughs> yeah. and the quarter acre of land and the house. Oh, man. All right. Okay. Uh, very serious question here. It's the zombie apocalypse. You can pick two people to be on your team. Who are they? Oh, man. Um, real people or fictional? Ooh. Good question. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll open it up wherever you want. Uh, Jason Bourne and John Wick. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. Uh, you didn't make the cut. Wow, Superman doesn't make the cut. All right. I'm trying to survive here. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, free round trip shuttle to Mars. Free for you, but it's going to take one year of your life. You doing it? Nope. Staying here on Earth. I'm cool with Earth. All right. You doing right. it, Nate? I, you know, I think I, I think I would have to. I'm not sure how I could pass that up. Yeah, I'm. I'm I going. Might not like what I see there. I I'm know. going. <laughs> Send Brennan a postcard. Yeah, sure. it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the Grand Canyon, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> All right, and to wrap it up with a, uh, a sentimental one for you, um, your best holiday tradition, most favorite? Um, hmm, that's a tough one. I like Thanksgiving, getting the whole the whole family together and, uh, you know, eating Food. my face off and yeah. feeling sick and taking a nap afterwards. I don't know. I don't know why I like it so much, but <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Watch football. Yeah. Watch the Lions lose. Yeah, watch the Lions lose every year. Nice. Hey, really good stuff today, Brennan. Uh, we super appreciate you being on the podcast with us, and I hope that everybody has found uh, this to be motivational uh, for themselves. Uh, it's something that we're trying to do with this podcast and trying to keep everybody focused on what is in front of them. And if you like what you hear, there's more of it to be had. Uh, we're constantly hiring people, and like Brian said, we're always looking for people who are positive. That is a big part of our culture and what we want it to be, and we believe that if we hire positive people, it will continue to facilitate that across the entire team. And, uh, you know, give us a call or check us out on our website at wastenoday.com. Find us on Facebook. You don't have to spend your days wishing for more. You can always find a way to waste no day. podcast is a production of the South Central Pennsylvania branch of One Hour Heating and Air Conditioning, Benjamin Franklin Plumbing, and Mr. Sparky Electric.